Okay, here we go again. Uh, it's uh, Wednesday, the 13th. We got a full moon out there tonight, uh, or the really big full moon. I forget what they call it, but uh, it's bigger than normal because the moon is a bit closer to us than it normally is for full moons. So anyway, with that, let's play the play-in music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, uh, as I've said uh, on, I guess, every show, uh, my views, even though they're the absolutely correct views for everybody to have, are not necessarily the views of uh, Petaluma Community Access or any of its affiliates or any of its other DJs or talk show hosts or whoever is on this uh, radio show, radio station, I mean. Okay, uh, if you have any suggestions about how I could make this show better, um, as difficult as that may seem to think of ways, uh, send them all including death threats and uh, hate mail to the midnight skeptic at gmail.com all one word all lowercase i'll get it and then i will treat all these suggestions with the seriousness with which they should be taken uh, including those that uh, tell me to go f myself okay uh, Shout-outs. Uh, all my international people, I've gone over those over and over again. I got a, a grand total of about 12 in Europe and about five or six over in Australia and New Zealand. So, And uh, they, they see me or, or listen to me on uh, Spotify, which is uh, collated by Anchor.fm. Okay, and then I've got a, a special shout-out. Uh, before I get to the uh, usual shout-outs, Mickey Huff, who is the godfather of Project Censored. He lives up in the Sacramento area somewhere now. Uh, he's uh, uh, off for the summer, or maybe he's teaching a summer's class. I, I don't know, but he teaches at uh, Diablo Valley College. And uh, if you want to... Um, catch up on what Project Censored is doing or read their newsletter uh, and uh, look for a book at your local bookstore called The State of the Free Press 2022. Anyway, um, go to uh, projectcensored.org. It's all one lowercase word, projectcensored.org, and then Nolan Higdon, 
who is a lecturer at uh, Merrill College, as, and they're part of the UC uh, Santa Cruz um, College. And uh, he's going to have a, a bi-weekly column uh, on the Project Censored um, site, uh, projectcensored.org. And that should be a very interesting thing to catch up on. Okay. And locally, uh, Nariman and Art Kutznets, uh, Tom and Nancy Throw, Keith and Cody Kay, all, all these people are here in uh, Petaluma. And then uh, Dennis and Megan down in Tiburon, Dave and Rosie Takach up in Sacramento. And then, uh, of course, Mickey Huff lives up in Sacramento as well in the Sacramento area. Okay, over in Sebastopol, Rich and Kathy Berger in Pacifica. Stan and Kathy Gustafson and down in L.A., Jackie and Wayne Kolar and their daughter Samantha uh, Kolar. And uh, no, well, she's married, so I don't think that's her real last name now. I'm not sure what her real last name is, but Samantha, you, you know who you are. Okay, Arizona, Katrina Hilliard, not Katrina, Karina Hilliard, the snake removal technician for Patagonia, Arizona. And then my brother Brandon and his wife Mina and their daughter Andrea and her husband Tim and their three little terrorist kids. They're growing up fast. Enjoy them while they still uh, obey your every whim, which I'm sure the three little terrorists do. Okay, in Arkansas, Shannon Reed, and then down to Florida, Amelia Beamer in Edgewater, and then Nelson and Ellis Lydell over across the state in Sarasota, uh, going up the coast to Herr Dr. David Rubin in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina area, and then last, Long Island, uh, Gerilyn Goldfinger. She listens in every now and then. Okay, let's get to the meat of this, shall we? Sip first. This is just water with a little bit of lime juice in it. Okay. Um, real good news. Beginning July 16th, which is about a week from now. Well, no. This show that I'm doing right now will be broadcast on the KPCA and uh, worldwide at www.kpca.fm this coming Sunday, the uh, 17th. Is that right? 17th? Let me look right quick. Yep. Well, okay, getting back to the good news. um, Beginning July 16th, which would be Saturday uh, of this year, uh, you can dial... 988 and be connected to a mental health support person. Uh, Suicidal thoughts, substance abuse, crisis, or any other kind of emotional distress can be dealt with by dialing 988 beginning this Saturday. So, uh, for those of you who are feeling Uh, extraordinarily lonely, uh, depressed, and sad, give them a call. Try them out. 
Uh, I've told you before, um, not lately, but uh, and it's on hold. I've been training as a uh, youth crisis counselor for project uh, the the Trevor Project, which are which is a project that uh, concentrates on LGBTQ youth. And uh, uh, I, I went the f through the first part of their training, and then uh, I went on an, um, s uh, a, a conversation with an uh, AI-generated uh, troubled teen. And I was supposed to talk with them, and using the skills that I learned, um, I, well, I ran out of time, uh, okay, on my conversation. They uh, limit your time talking to a troubled teen depending on their uh, the severity of their problems, which the initial intake person at uh, the Trevor Project determines. Okay, I'm not going to go into it any more than that, but I will, I'll be back. Okay, good news, if it works, uh, Ted Liu, one of our representatives from uh, down south, and, uh, oh, oh <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, those two teamed up to send a letter to the Senate, the United States Senate, uh, asking them to open an investigation as to whether Supreme Court Justices Kavanaugh, you remember the uh, I like beer crybaby, and uh, Neil Gorsuch uh, lied under oath. Of course they did. Uh, they're on, we've got them on tape answering questions that... Uh, Oh, Roe v. Wade is settled law, blah, blah, blah. Of course they lied uh, under oath during their confirmation hearings. Okay, uh, it that's not going to go anywhere, but it's been, you know, sent to the Senate. It's a, I, I don't want to say that's a fool's errand, but uh, don't hold your breath. Okay. Uh, extremely bad news. A company, a gun manufacturing company, is making a gun called, called you ready for this? The, the JR-15, meaning junior. It's modeled after the AR-15, which is a smaller and more lightweight version of the AR-15. I guess that might stand for adult R-15. I don't know what the R is, but the J-R is junior. Okay. Their website says, and I'm quoting their website, quote, it looks and operates just like mom and dad's gun. It's called the we won tactical. The company ad features a cartoonish 
boy's skull and a cartoonish girl's skull. Now you can tell by the color of the ribbon on top of the skull. Uh, both with <laughs> pacifiers in their mouths. I'm not making this up. Uh, look up, you know, We Won Tactical or Google it. it it's there. Okay. Uh, and there is a magazine, uh, I think it's called um, Junior Shooter, I think that's what it's called. It's a magazine of uh, younger gun enthusiasts. Mm. Uh, I still don't hate the gun manufacturers as much as I hate big tobacco, though. Okay, now... About Roe v. Wade and all of the things that are being bandied about on that divisive issue, I ran across a quote from Pastor Dave Barnhart, capital B-A-R-N-H-A-R-T. Okay, and it's such a great quote. Uh, I just got to read it to you here. Um, all right. Let's start this thing. It's very good. The unborn, quote unquote, are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They are morally uncomplicated. Unlike the incarcerated addicted, or the chronically poor, they don't resent your condescension or complain that you are not politically correct. Unlike widows, they don't ask you to question patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or child care. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that uh, racial, cultural, and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. It's almost as if by being born, they have died to you. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege, without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short the perfect people to love if you want to claim that you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, orphans, all the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, they, are, they all got thrown under the bus for the unborn.
That's a great quote from uh, Pastor Dave Barnhart. I, I'm not sure which church he's the pastor of, but uh, he's a very wise guy. I, I don't mean that in a pejorative sense. He's a very smart person and very articulate. Okay, uh, the Midnight Skeptic has uh, kind of gotten into it. Uh, I'm having a uh, sort of a Facebook argument. It's, it's not an argument. It's just a disagreement. And we're both, you know, civil to each other, unlike Republicans. Um, it's a dis uh, And he's a professor, a very smart guy. His claim is that the Democratic Party is, in his words, beyond redemption. They are not lefty enough, and that's, those are my words, they are not lefty enough, and are not getting down in the gutter with the deplorable Republicans. Uh, deplorable is uh, Hillary Clinton's word for uh, the Republican base, and she was absolutely right, even though it was uh, not very politically astute to let that epithet out of her mouth and out into the airwaves. Excuse me, another sip. Okay, where was I? Democrats, beyond redemption. Okay. Democrats don't get down in the gutter with the uh, deplorable Republicans. And uh, Democrats are not really fighting for the things that the majority of Americans want, i.e., a woman's control of her own body, eliminating assault rifles and uh, making more gun safety requirements, no book banning and honest, complete history taught in our schools. Truthful history. God, what a, what a concept. A permanent, well-funded Social Security, Medicare, and well-funded Affordable Care Act, the ACA, you know, better known as Obamacare. Or a living wage. Minimum wage and uh, robust union jobs. He claims that the Democrats are not fighting hard enough for those things. And they're, I think he's kind of right in that. Um, yes, if the Democrats really did control the Senate, which they don't, uh, thank you, Joe Manchin, uh, they would put more of these things into law. Mm. Uh, he sent along a Salon article called, by this writer of this article, Defund the Democratic Party. You know, I really just hate these uh, lefty-on-lefty backbiting arguments and purity tests that some well, I don't want to say radical lefties because Republicans call us that enough uh, or far out lefties. But uh, whew, the left, 
writing these articles in magazines like Salon, for instance, are spend, in my view, enough time putting down Democrats. You know, the Democratic Party is a somewhat left-leaning political party. In my view, it's not left-leaning enough. Um, and in one of my missives back to him, I said, I wish that the Democratic Socialists were a more viable political party. I would join them in a heartbeat. Um, I think that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has at one time or another identified herself as a democratic socialist. Um, Bernie Sanders is right out there. And uh, I think that he also called himself a democratic socialist. Uh, I, I'm not sure about that, but I think so. And uh, it, it is this uh, professor's guy that I'm uh, discussing this topic with that uh, uh, a lot of the Democratic senators and representatives uh, are beholden to corporate interests. And yes, that's true. Uh, to an extent, but it pales in comparison to the Republican Party that is completely beholden to corporate interests and worse, completely beholden to the Southern Baptists mm. and uh, their deplorable base. Okay. Uh you may have heard of this story, recent story, about this, uh, well, I, I've written on top of my notes here, horrible news. An Ohio 10-year-old girl was raped and made pregnant by her rapists. It was reported by her mother to Child Protective Services, but she was uh, the girl was past the point in which she could access abortion in Ohio. She had to go to Indiana for an abortion, uh, which she got on uh, June 30th. Um, Ohio was one of those states that had a trigger law that as soon as uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned by our Supreme Court, uh, that their anti-abortion law, with no exceptions, uh, would go into effect. Okay. The Ohio Attorney General, a Republican, uh, at first cast doubt on the uh, rape publicly. Uh, he went on Fox News to say this that he thought it was a bogus claim because he hadn't heard from uh, any police departments or city detectives uh, about this. Maybe they realize that he's just such an incompetent jerk that uh, what's the use in telling this attorney general? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Yost is his last name. 
Um, okay, um, Yost finally issued a statement, quote, we rejoice any time a child rapist is taken off the streets. Uh, the rapist was uh, arrested and he confessed to uh, raping her on two different occasions. And um, to make sure, they're doing a DNA test on uh, uh, the fetus and the girl and this guy who they arrested. He's 27 years old. And uh, to confirm it, but he confessed. I don't think that uh, uh, the police department in Indianapolis, you know, beat a confession out of him or anything. But uh, anyway, uh, this was Yost's statement. And uh, uh, Indiana, whose legislatures uh, hold a Republican supermajority in both houses, is considering total abortion ban um, similar to that in Ohio. In Ohio, in the year 2020, two years ago, uh, there were 52 abortions in children 15 or younger, which is uh, three-tenths of a percent of the uh, 20,605 abortions performed that year. <sighs> Vomit-inducing Ohio Representative Jim Jordan has quietly deleted his tweets expressing doubts about the Ohio girl's truthfulness. Mm. Okay. Republicans do not want 10-year-old girls to be able to have abortions. They want young girls of that age to carry the baby of their rapists to term. That's what evil Republicans want. Most of the uh, anti-abortion laws in Republican-controlled states uh, have no exceptions for rape or incest. Republicans, let me repeat this, Republicans want young girls to have to carry their rapists' babies to term. Republicans are evil. Okay. Am I clear enough? Okay. Whew. Okay, another topic that's uh, not very good. In Connecticut, a group of mothers calling themselves Christian taxpayers tore down a display of LGBTQ books uh, celebrating Pride Month. They demanded that the books be burned. Yes, they used the word burned. The kerfuffle was uh, resolved without the police being called. The librarian said if it happened ag again, the police would be called. Speaking of books, 
North uh, Hunterdon High School librarian Martha Hickson was called out by name at the local school board meeting for allowing the 16-year-old son of Gina de Lusant, I'll spell her name. If anybody in uh, the New Jersey area is listening to this, go throw a tomato at her front door or something. Anyway, her name is Gina, G-I-N-A, Day, D-E, Lusant, capital L-U-S-A-N-T. And obviously she's a... Uh, MAGA head, conservative, Republican troll. Okay. Okay, I'm off my notes here. Okay, what her 16-year-old boy's son wanted to check out, and the library allowed him to, was Lawn Boy, okay, which is a, the theme of that novel is LGBTQ characters. And, you ready for this? Gender Queer, and I've talked about that book many times, and uh, I really would like to meet the author, um, uh, Maya Kobe. She's a local woman. I, mean, I think she's 31 or 32 now, but uh, she went to Petaluma High. That's where I am right now in Petaluma. But anyway... Um, here's a couple of quotes. The books, okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay, here's a quote from this Gina de Lusant. These books groom them, meaning the kids, to accept the inappropriate advances of an adult. <laughs> uh, and then another quote. And the books grooms the kids to make them more willing to participate in the heinous acts described in these books. And she called both these books pornographic. Now, uh, I haven't read Lawn Boy, but I have read um, Gender Queer, which is a graphic novel. It's not a regular printed book. And I've mentioned this book on this show before, uh, not recently, but uh, five or six shows ago. Uh, it's about 340 pages long. There is exactly one page of um, Maya Kobabe um, performing a sex act. And and it okay. She's an artist herself. She did this um, graphic novel, write and illustrate, and she illustrated herself uh, performing a sex act with a uh, it what looked like an older uh, lesbian lady in the book, and uh, it wasn't all that graphic. Really, I, I wasn't quite sure exactly what they were doing. Oh, okay. It's not pornographic. And to Gina de Lusant, grow up and let your 16-year-old son 
grow up. Jeez. If, if that book is going to make him run out and look for sex partners in the LGBTQ community, then you have failed as a mother to, to allow him to grow up. Okay. Time check. Okay. Um, here's a, a couple of other things. Oh, okay. The... Um, Okay, this uh, article from Salon about defunding the Democratic Party. Um, speaking of defunding, uh, after the uh, the death of oh man, another brain freeze. Uh, oh geez, I I shouldn't forget this guy's name, but the guy who, that was killed by a police officer whose knee was on his neck. Anyway, and and other uh, unarmed black youth that were gunned down by policemen, these signs in the protest marches um, cropped up saying, defund the police. And I can understand the sentiment behind these protests, but that's not the way to go. Um, police departments, we need them. They just have to be regulated a little better. The officers need to be trained in, uh, I don't know, humanity, I guess. Um, but not defund the police for the same reason we shouldn't defund um, the Democratic Party. The Republicans don't have to worry about money. Um, the Koch brothers was the Republican sugar daddy for a long time. Well, there's, there's only one Koch brother left now. The other one died. I'm not sure which one of the Koch brothers is alive now, but uh, uh, I hope he kicks off pretty soon. He doesn't deserve to live, regardless of how many buildings have his name on them. Okay. Um, all right. There, there's a um, an article in a newsletter called Above the Law, and this article was written by Alaric, capital A-L-A-R-I-C, I think it's a French last name, D'Armont. Okay, it looks like Dear Mint, but I think it's pronounced D'Armont. Okay, capital D-E-A-R-M-E-N-T. And it uh, came out in the Above the Law newsletter of May 6th of uh, 2022. And... Um, the title of the article is Roe Could Soon Fall. Now, he wrote this article before the decision on Roe v. Wade. Roe Could Soon Fall, comma, and Jill Stein's supporters made it possible. Okay. 
I mentioned Jill Stein. Okay, remember her? She's she was the presidential candidate of the Green Party in uh, uh, 2016 presidential election. Um, do you remember the uh, conservative, not the conservative, the uh, uh, libertarian guy, uh, Gary Johnson? He was the, uh, I believe, the governor of New Mexico uh, at one point. And uh, he's, you know, I thought he was a good guy. He needed to be a bit more cognizant of uh, international goings on, but uh, I don't know exactly how many votes Gary Johnson got. I think it was, you know, somewhere between three and four million. And uh, uh, Jill Stein of the Green Party got um, around a million, maybe not even quite that much. But anyway, she didn't siphon off enough votes from uh, Hillary Clinton uh, that would have moved a number of states uh, over into the Hillary Clinton column. I don't believe that. I'm I'm not 100% certain of that. I've not researched that. Um, but uh, Jill Stein was a vessel for discontented lefties who couldn't, bear to just hold their nose and vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't particularly like her myself, but uh, some of the things that she would uh, be before, you know, I'm for too. And she's a Democrat. And, and because there were a lot of uh, people that either didn't vote at all or voted for Jill Stein or maybe Gary Johnson uh, just because they just have had an animus for Hillary Clinton, um, more of an animus than I have. Um, she lost. And then this country who is in bad danger of just being flushed down the MAGA head toilet. Um, all right. I'm riffing, of course. You guys can probably see that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, for my listeners out there, um, please look up uh, Above the Law newsletter and Alaric Diarmint. May 6th, 2022. Read that article. He's a, a quite a well, well-read, articulate article reader. Okay, uh, one thing, and, and this is just a paper note that didn't make it into my notebook. Uh, for the next show, uh, one of the things that I wrote down here for me to look up, which I didn't get around to, is a new pending law in Florida called Stop the Woke Act. I, I don't know what all is in it, but I've done shows on the, the meaning originally of woke um, and how it's been 
corrupted now by Republicans and their messaging gurus. Um, Woke started out as uh, black dialect, meaning, well, okay, uh, this folk singer Lead Belly, uh, after he uh, sang this song, um, Scottsboro Boys, was being interviewed by this uh, newspaper person. And uh, she asked him about uh, the meaning of his song. And then he said at the, you know, he was not singing this. It was just a a comment after the song was over. Uh, This is just a message for all you black boys that are wandering around down in the Mississippi and Alabama area. You'd best stay woke. Now, what does that mean? It means don't draw attention to yourself in the South. Don't, especially don't draw attention to yourself from Southern sheriffs because they'll just run you in for anything. Mm. Uh, The Scottsboro boys were, uh, back in the mid-30s, accused of raping a white girl. Of course, they didn't do it. But anyway... They spent time in prison, and uh, they were called collectively the Scottsboro Boys. And uh, Lead Belly went to visit them once and you know, to check up on them and see that they were still alive. Okay. All right, enough of that. Okay, I, I promise you uh, that I will uh, talk about the Stay uh, Stop Woke Act of Florida. Hmm. Okay, uh, about this Ohio 10-year-old girl that was raped and impregnated and got her um, abortion in the next state over, Indiana. Um, She was six weeks and a couple of days along in her pregnancy. Anyway, she was beyond the point where she was eligible to get an abortion in Ohio. Mm. Excuse me, another sip. Uh, the creepy governor of South Dakota, mm, Christy Noem, N-O-E-M, wants the focus to be on the rapist. Of course. It's like the gun nuts who want the uh, emphasis to be placed on mental health. That's what we need. Uh, they don't want guns to be part of the conversation. Okay, Christy Nome doesn't want uh, abortion um, or rapes of 10-year-old girls to be part of the conversation. She just wants the rapist to be off the street. You know, it's kind of like the Ohio Attorney General. Um, okay, this is a quote. It's incredible that nobody's talking about the pervert horrible and deranged individual who raped a 10-year-old girl. Well, Christy, he was arrested, all right? Now can you tell everybody how you feel about not allowing 10-year-old girls to have an abortion? How about that? Republicans want anything to change the subject uh, away from the abortion issue. Mm. Uh, you remember um, Texas Governor Greg Abbott 
when he was talking about a 12-year-old girl getting an abortion because she was raped, his answer was, well, we're going to work here on in Texas on getting all these rapists off the streets. Of course, he didn't answer the question as it was asked. Republicans never do. Evil Republicans. Have I made myself clear yet how I feel about Republicans? Okay, Christy Nome, Christy Nome. Ohio Governor uh, Mike Dewan, Mike DeWine, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Compassion, uh, termed it, the rape, a tragedy. Uh, Philip Gunn, G-U-N-N, who is uh, Speaker of the House of Ohio, when asked, and this is a hypothetical question, when asked if a 12-year-old girl pregnant from rape or incest should carry the pregnancy to term, said, quote, that is my personal belief. Okay, at least he was an honest Republican that came right out and said it. Okay, um, please, this November, get out and vote all Republicans out of office. This would be such a nice country if um, Democrats were in control. And uh, I, I don't care that some Democrats are are influenced by corporate interests. That's just the way our government works now. Republicans are the worst offenders, but, uh, you know, if we could pass laws in this country that uh, could uh, restrict uh, CO2 emissions, uh, methane emissions, if we could uh, allow women to just be in control of their own bodies. Is that too much to ask? Well, in this Republican dystopia, I guess it is. Okay. Uh, new topic. Okay. Inclusiveness language. And I might step on a few toes by saying what I'm going to say. But this is uh, my beliefs. And generally, I am all for inclusive language. But I will never refer to a woman as a person with a vagina. Or I will never refer to a guy as a person with a penis. Okay. And I realize that there are some guys who are trans males. That's fine. I'm all for them. I wish them happiness and uh, being at peace with themselves and the identity that they chose for themselves. I'm all for it. Um, there are scientifically and medically only two sexes. Sexes are defined by more than the outer genitalia. You know, don't listen to um, 
who is it, Alabama's Kay Ivy, what she said, if you were born a boy, then you're a boy. If you were born a girl, then you're a girl. Simple answers for, she's a simpleton. Okay. All right. Um, sexes are defined by more than outer genitalia. There are the chromosomes, you know, XX, XY, and there's a lot of intersex combinations. Now, they're relatively rare, but they do occur. And Republicans would just bully them in school, pass laws against them. How dare they intrude in our well-ordered earth just like God intended. Um, okay, I'm off my notes again. Okay, sexes are defined by more than the outer genitalia. There are the XX and XY chromosomes. There's the inner gonads, outer gonads, and outer gonads are a guy's balls, all right? That's what I mean, uh, outer gonads, and hormones, mainly testosterone, but there's all sorts of uh, androgens and um, ooh, brain freeze on the female hormones, estrogens. Um, both female and male gonads secrete estrogens and androgens. Androgens are the male hormones in varying ratios. Uh, most guys, cisgender guys, of which I am one, uh, most of the uh, gonadal hormones are testosterone and other trace androgens okay my uh, a girl's uh, ovaries secrete mostly estrogens with some testosterone and then when a fetus is inside the woman's uh, uterus the woman who is carrying the baby also secretes um, testosterone and estrogens, and they work their way into the uterus to influence the sexual and gender development of the fetus that's in there. Time check. Okay, a little bit more. Okay, that, that's the physiological sex. Okay, and uh, gender is a social construct. There are two genders, all right? Male and female. And then somebody um, in the trans community is gonna get pissed off at me and say, well, what about uh, bi-gender? What about uh, gender atypical, gender fluid? Gender non-conforming, bi-gender. Those are all choices made by a person who wants to present themselves to the world, 
to their friends, to their family, to their school as um, gender nonconforming. That's okay. It's it's fine. Um, all are choices made by the person. Okay. Transgender is moving from one gender to the other, male to female or female to male. That's transgender. Or male to bigender, okay? Male to female is transfemale. If a trans female wants to present herself to the world as a, um, uh, I don't know, short-haired, pants-wearing male, that's fine. You just, that's that all comes with acceptance. And that's something that Republicans just can't put up with. Okay? Um, my identity... And I really hate to have to use all these inclusiveness words, but I will if I'm talking to somebody that wants me to use pronouns that I'm not quite used to. I'll do it. I'm, it's no big deal. Okay, I am a white. Cisgender, meaning that I was born a male and I think of myself as a male. Heterosexual, I am attracted to women. Um, I don't know. I have anxieties. I guess I should include that. So I'm, uh, I'm not disabled because of it. I'm not an ableist. Let's see, what else? Anyway, that's me, the midnight skeptic. Okay, uh, right quick. Oh, Damn time check. I got time. I got time. Okay, this was a, an article by Joe McKnight. Oh, man, I cite Joe McCrate, MC, capital C R E I G H T. In four years of medical school, three years of residency training, and nearly 30 years of practice as a family physician, I have never been asked, quote, what is the definition of a woman? Seems obvious that one could just look at the genitalia. You're either a boy or a girl, right? Well, not always. Although it's rare, many people are born with ambiguous genitalia. The OBGYN and the pediatrician are simply unable to determine the sex. Historically, in consultation with the family, a sex would be assigned. Turns out that often as not, the child would ultimately identify with the sex they were not assigned. And even that, it's okay. Uh, the child should be able to go to school without being harassed by MAGA heads or Republican, conservative, religious, evangelical, evil people. All right. I was uh, riffing. Okay. 
So it must be the chromosomes. The 23rd pair in humans is designed XX in females and XY in males. The Y chromosome determines male characteristics. So you are either a boy or a girl, right? Well, not always. Uh, in embryology, the default setting is female. The Y chromosome normally triggers male development. Ever heard of testicular feminization syndrome, now more properly referred to as androgen insensitivity syndrome? Ever hear that? A normal XY baby is born with essentially normal female external genitalia. The body simply does not respond to androgens associated with the Y chromosomes. As the child grows and enters puberty, there will be normal female breast development and other feminine characteristics. Unless genetic testing has been done at some point, the abnormality is not discovered until the teenage daughter presents to the doctor with concerns that menstruation has not started. Examination will reveal that the vagina ends in a blind pouch, no uterus, and undescended testes. They are often very feminine, cheerleaders, beauty pageant contestants, etc. God, time check. Okay, I gotta. I will finish reading this on the next show. I've got to play my out music right now. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma community access and remember think critically think logically but live joyously and most importantly pet your cats okay those of you who are listening uh, on the radio or uh, or no uh, watching this on youtube um, the radio thing will be broadcast on the 17th and then uh, next week, um, you know, sometime around the 19th or 20th, I'll record next week's show. So I will see you all then. And I will catch up on those things that uh, I promised you about. Uh, the Midnight Skeptic always keeps his promises. So until next week, so long. <laughs> <laughs>